and welcome to episode 234, part one of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. 234. 234. All right. Well, uh, hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. This is the breakdown that you need. It's the show, it's a breakdown of the show that we do live on Sunday nights, starting around 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and TuneIn. Just director Aquanet Radio on those apps. Here in part one. We catch up on everyone's week. Yes. Um, Stacey and I go to a grand adventure <laughs> to a time far away. Yes. Not the Renaissance Fair. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, like I said, I used that same exact quote when we did get to the Renaissance Fair. Um, we also went to the movies. Yeah. And give a review. Um, what else did we talk about? We do releases of the week. week. Box office hit numbers. Yep. A little chit-chat here and there. Mm-hmm. Ed catches up on his adventures during the week. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I didn't give you, give you all my catch-up on, on, on oh. the Witchers. And, and uh, one I'm going to talk about now real quick, and then one I'm going to talk at the end, because the other one, the other one in the end, I need a little bit more time than a, than a few minutes here. Oh, you bonus material. <laughs> okay, so what was the first one? But the, uh, the thing was is that last week I was complaining about my pizza place that I, you know, went to, and they changed donors and that kind of stuff, and... So, uh, so today actually my wife, uh, and I decided to have a pizza where, you know, we, she didn't have pizza on Fridays cause she was away on a chair doing a charity event. And, uh, so I was like, Oh, I want to get a pizza. And she's like, okay. So we tried this place that we sometimes go to and we, we never think about going to it's right real close. It's next to the best buy that we go to It's called Angela's. And I had the pizza and that, it was a phenomenal pizza. Yeah. Like I think, I think I found my new pizza place. Good for you, Ed. Because <laughs> the crust was like crisp and thick. It was nice, and it was like you know, like, there was this. It was like they called a New York style pizza, and it was really good. I have to say, I, I, I was like, I was telling my wife, I'm like, I'm have to call the guy back and tell him how good it was. You know, like you now have a customer for life. <laughs> Don't ever sell this place, and if you do, give me like two weeks notice because <laughs> I'm gonna need to mourn that loss <laughs> and then find another place. Yes. Somebody you recommend. Yes. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah, I'm glad your your search is over and only took a week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, anything else you like to add or you want to wait till the end? Like I said, I'm going to wait till the end. This, one, this one's a little bit bigger to me. It's, it's a, a personal kind of hurt, and I, I want to share it later. So, Do, do you want to tease it a little? Um, Give the people a reason to hang in till the end? Well, it's about a passing of somebody very important in my life, and I need to talk about it. And <sighs> so... That's uh, one of those. All right. Yes. Oh, you know what? Yeah, right. there's somebody else who did pass away this week too. We'll talk. I guess we'll talk at a later date. Okay. All right. Well, on that note, folks, uh, sit back and relax and enjoy the show, and we'll see you at the end. And welcome to be Geeksters. I'm your host Ed. I'm your host Sean, and as always, the lovely Stacy is with us. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. Welcome to the program, everybody. And uh, how was your week, guys? Uh, any uh, fun uh, things? Any not so fun things? Um, well, we uh, most of the week was kind of slow, mm-hmm. boring. Um, and then yesterday we went on a road trip. Okay, a mini road trip. It was Friday, actually. That was yesterday. No, yesterday was Saturday. Yeah, Amish Market was yesterday. I thought it was Friday. Oh yeah, right, Friday. <laughs> yeah, it was Friday. We went. We I picked up. Uh, Rogue One, yeah, yeah. a steel book edition, Best Buy. Ooh. Uh, last week I was like, no! I was like, we got my hands on it. 
right. Um, yesterday we went to uh, the Amish market. Okay. For those people who don't know, the Amish are, I would say, a um, sect of religious folk. Okay. That have gone, have never really progressed as far as technological. They they stay with the um, simpler times. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you ever saw the movie Witness with Harrison Ford, Amish people. Yes. Okay. Um, well, not too far. They actually have a market. Okay. So the other day, um, we needed to do a hot sauce run because <laughs> Stacy there likes what's the name of this hot sauce? Monster it's Joe's. It's called Monster Joe's, and it's an X-rated sauce, and it's really, 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 really fucking hot. X-rated sauce. Well, yes. it's super, super hot. Okay. It's super, super hot. And Sean's friend actually introduced me to it. And I love spicy things, mm-hmm. all spicy things. Right. Um, and it's probably like the best hot sauce I've ever had in my entire life. And that's come once, coming from someone who's really who was born and raised really close to Mexico. Okay. And it's still really, really good. Um, to the point where like I was putting it on like everything that I ate, everything. Mm-hmm. And then I got down so low that I had to start rationing it because I <laughs> didn't know he got it from like a. Like a farmer's market. Right. And we didn't know where to get anymore. So both he and I were like rationing it. Because we're like, we don't know when we're going to get more. Right. And then um, he actually found like a deli that sells it at the deli. Mm. So when he told me about that, I'm like, oh, we have to go. Because my bottle is really low. <laughs> like I would look, I'd be like, mm, I'm going to have like eggs this morning. I really want to put this on my eggs. But I might want it more on something later. So I'm not going to put it. Because right. I was ra- it was like like water in a desert, Ed. <laughs> That's how serious it was. So <laughs> while awesome. while we were out, um, well, I decided, well, you know what? Let's go to the Amish Market, which is about a half hour away mm-hmm. up in Bucks County. Okay. So you know, and she's like, "Well, what's that? Where is that?" And I'm like, "Well, it's kind of like a market that the Amish sell their wares at. You know, mm-hmm. like because they're very big. And for those people who've seen Witness, not only do they build barns, but they also produce food. Yes, you know." Um, so we drive up there mm. and we go in on the way though, <laughs> Stacy had a crippling fear because she didn't know <clears throat> for about a minute before she realized that I was following a trailer that had two horses in it. Mm. Fun fact about this girl from Texas. She's afraid of horses. Terrified. <laughs> Terrified. <laughs> okay. Absolutely Terrified. So Sean's like behind like a a buggy with two horses. Yeah, but it's like a trailer, like yeah. a horse carrying yeah. trailer. And I was like playing on my phone and I look up and they're we're like right they're like right there. Yeah. And I'm like <gasps> and it get like I my whole demeanor like changed. You know, like I was like, I have the worst anxiety, like my breathing pattern changed. And Sean thought it was hysterical at first until it didn't go away for a little while. Huh. So finally he had to like get b- past the horses. Wow. It's ter- it terrifies me. I can't handle it. I can't. Uh, that's a, that is, just, that's a shocker, really. I know. I mean, well, when I was a little girl, okay, I'm from Galveston, Texas, which is an island right off the coast of Texas. Mm-hmm. And there, when I was a kid, my dad and me and my sisters and all of that used to go like rent horses on the beach, mm-hmm. and where you can like ride them on the beach or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we went and did that one time, and we were getting back from doing it, and my dad, like, got off the horse and went to give, like, the horse back to the people. And the horse, like, reared up and landed down very angrily on the top of my dad's foot, shattered the whole top of his foot. Wow. And I was, like, six-year-old little girl standing right there watching as this happened. And ever I can't handle horses. We went to the Bacon Festival, 
and our friends that we were with have a four-year-old son and he wanted to go like pony ride the horses and I like couldn't walk over there like a pony, you know, yeah. like, like a petting <laughs> zoo. Right. And I was like, I can't, I can't, it gives me anxiety. It terrifies me. Okay. It's like crippling. It's ridiculous. But of course, he made fun of me the whole fucking time. I did not. He did. Not the he whole it was time. <laughs> I wasn't like. I wasn't like. Oh, watch. Hey, should I get any closer? Nay, did you say? Like, no. It wasn't like that. I it was. was it felt like that. No, I. I. I'm like. We're not only are we in my car, but they're tied into a, a harness. Tra- a thing. harness thing. They're not in a harness. They weren't in a harness. They had like this stupid little rope. It was like, like a, a leash. leash. That was tying them. Little bitty was probably like a quarter of an inch thick. Tying them to like a pole. Mm-hmm. Horses are really fucking strong. They're pretty animals and they're really strong. And I can respect them from a distance. Mm. I'm like, all <laughs> it takes is for that that trailer to hit like one bump that those two horses don't like. And they're going to be pissed off and they're coming at us. It, in my head, that's how it was happening. Almost. They were going to break off the little leash thing. They were going to knock down the trailer door. <laughs> And they were going to come pull jump. out, pull out switchblades. Yeah. <laughs> they were going to jump on the hood of the car and into the glass. And I was going to have horse hooves in my face. That's how it happened in my head. <laughs> so we get to the farmers, the Amish market. And, uh, we, uh, it was like a fun time. I mean, it, it's the, it's your basically walking through a grocery store. Yeah. You know, but Amish. Mm-hmm. Yes. But Amish. <laughs> so we, uh, she right away. I want to take her because she's very um, home. Like she loves to cook mm. and things like that. And she's always looking for certain things that would remind her of home. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I can't guarantee you, but the Amish might have some stuff because it's kind of mostly homegrown kind of stuff. Yeah. So right away, she we we turned. And she was like, "Ooh, look, candy. Let me go look at the candy." Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a five year old. I really. Am. <laughs> So we turn like a corner and then there's the jars of jelly and jams, you know, homemade jellies and jams, mm. where she was like, ooh, and she starts looking at them all and she bought like a, what was it, a raspberry? A, a, red, a red raspberry jam that was seedless. Okay. So you know how like normally you have to eat raspberries and the stupid little seeds, seeds get all yeah. stuck in your teeth? Mm-mm, not this jam. All right. Because mm-hmm. it didn't have any seeds in it. Nice. And then she saw um, pickled okra. Okay. Which is okra that's pickled. Yeah. I I never been a fan of okra. It's a southern thing. For those people in the southern states who be like, okra's the shit. Yeah. I, all right. Okay. Like, like, okay, you said I bite into it. I don't taste anything. It's like, eh, tastes like vegetables. And I'm not a vegetable kind of guy. Most people, when they eat okra, they will cut it up and batter it and fry it. And mm-hmm. they'll make fried okra. And instantly it tastes fried. Everyone loves stuff if you batter and fry it. Yeah, because... It instantly tastes better. <laughs> because you're tasting the breading and the fry process. Yes. Because the okra itself, not much of a taste. <laughs> I don't agree. I don't agree. Well, this okra is not fried or anything. It's pickled. Like, a jar of pickles is something mm-hmm. like okra in, like a, like, a brine. Yeah. He didn't like it when I let him taste it, but I think I'm, like, more than halfway through with the jar already, and we bought it yesterday. Because yeah, I love she- it that much. She definitely is uh, like, oh, like if she passes the kitchen, there's usually she's usually putting stuff on a napkin. <laughs> then she had um, also picked up a bread and butter pickles. Bread and butter pickles. It's a flavoring. It's mm. regular pickles. It's just a type of flavoring. Yeah, uh, it tastes to me like. Remember when uh, I think it's Clausen or Vlasic does the sandwich pickles? Yeah, that's what it tastes like because they're bread and butter. 
Right. I didn't know that. Oh, like, okay. I didn't know what the flavor was because I was like, oh, that's. I didn't know what the technical term was. To me, it was sandwich pickles. All right. Nah, har, har, because I'm a whole dill pickle guy. <laughs> you know, give me a whole dill pickle and I'll. <laughs> I have you know, <laughs> shove that in his mouth. Then I, well, since we're there, I happen to love, well, when I was a kid, we did a lot of camping and we wouldn't go camping. You kind of, being in Pennsylvania, you head north. Mm-hmm. And we would always stop in like Amish town of some sort. And yeah. I remember having shoe fly pie a lot as mm-hmm. a kid. I remember loving it. Love shoe fly pie. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to get me some while we're at the Amish market. Yeah. But I'm not really sure if I really remember if I enjoyed it or just because I like saying shoe fly pie, you know? <laughs> so I, instead of like buying, like getting a buy and a whole pie going, mm. I'm going to eat this whole thing. I bought like a little quarter section, which was like two slices. Yeah. To take home, you picked up a... Uh, um, a peach and blueberry pie. Okay. And then since we were going to game night, we decided to bring dessert, which wanted to be in the cinnamon buns. You know, iced cinnamon buns were, oh, so good. <laughs> so good, Ed. Oh, so, so good. Right now, a bunch of people are in their cars driving to work, listening to us going, fuck, no, I want cinnamon buns. <laughs> 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 so uh, uh, we get home. Um, we also did like little, it was like Saturday was kind of, Let's go shopping for shit we are constantly forgetting to buy. Yeah. You know, um, so we got home, had a, you know, spoonful of, you know, fork full of shoe fly pie just to kind of go, did I like this? I, I did. Okay. I did. I was like, oh, good. Now I can eat the whole thing. Like, I'm happy. You know, I had it today for breakfast. Um, I'm at breakfast with shoe fly pie. Um, she didn't like it at all. I didn't even try it. She would refuse to try it. Because... When I was a kid, we used to sing a song called Shoe Fly Don't Bother Me. Everyone knows that song. Okay. So when he's like, shoot, when he first told me, I'm like, Shoe Fly, like, Shoe Fly, don't bother me, like that, shoot, kind of Shoe Fly. And he's like, Yeah, it's pie. And I'm like, I don't want to eat that. Like, <laughs> I don't want to eat that. And he's like, It's kind of, it's like, it's kind of molasses y. I don't like molasses. So I was like, Okay, I already know what that tastes like. I'm already out. All right. You know, like, if you wouldn't have said that, I might have tried like a little bitty bite. But I know that I don't like molasses, so I'm not eating that. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, it's fine. More for me. That's, That's right. the way I look at it. Um, and then uh, today we went to the movies. Okay. We saw, I'll let you know what we saw when we get to that part of the program. Mm-hmm. Um, I also picked up a game that I'll review a little later on the show. All right. And then I brought some news. Nice. Yeah. So uh, we'll do that later on too. In the meantime, uh, anything else? I don't think so. I had to check with her because sometimes my memory isn't what it used to be. <laughs> like, did we do anything else besides that? You know, for the last 48 hours, obviously, I couldn't even remember the fact that we went yesterday to the Amish market requires me to now start keeping a journal. <laughs> Dear diary, today did, we went to the Amish market. Well, did you find the hot sauce or? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. I knew exactly where that was. I went to the Monster Joe's Facebook page. I really want them to start selling it online because I got some people that love hot sauce back home that I'm like, you need to try this. But they haven't booked a flight to come see me, so I refuse to send them anything. But if they could order it, then that would be okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but they don't sell it online like at all. Apparently, the guy that makes it, he makes a couple different... There's like a, a barbecue flavor he makes and like a regular hot wing flavor, mm. like if you don't want the ultimate hot, you know? Right. Um, 
But I actually went to his Facebook page and got the name of the deli. And as soon as we went there, like, we walked in. And the guy at the counter was like, you got to be careful with this stuff. You know, like, don't don't drink it. And Sean was like, you, you tell her that. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, I'm going to drink it. I'm, I'm, I'm literally going to put it on everything that I eat. And he's like, oh, it's so good. And we had, me and the guy had, like, a whole little conversation about it. <laughs> What's nice about the hot sauce, because I've had it too, and it's really good. There's certain hot sauces where they get too hot that you can't, the flavor disappears. Mm-hmm. This one doesn't disappear at all. It what do you call it? Stays and hangs. Yeah, it's, it's, and it's very flavorful. Okay, so I highly I recommend it. And I'm not much of a hot sauce guy, but it's definitely like whenever she pulls out that bottle, I'm like, oh, I have some too. You know, <laughs> it's the best. It's the bomb, yo. Um, so what did you do? Uh, well, first I want to say happy anniversary to my wife. It's my twelfth year, twelve year anniversary, Aww. twelve blissful years. So I love you, honey, and uh, thanks. Um. So that was the probably the upside of uh, this week for me. <laughs> that was the upside of your anniversary. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wednesday I got sick, and uh, oh. you know I, I you know you you ever get that like nauseous feeling, and you're like like wow like what what did I eat that like would make me feel that way? Yeah, you're ready. We get on the checklist of this this this. I always have this. Is that? Yeah. Oh, there it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I couldn't figure it out because I since I'm Lent, one of the as a Catholic you have to kind of give something up, so I've given up snacking. So I didn't have any like extra stuff or anything to eat other than my lunch that day. So when I got home, I actually had a cheesesteak, you know, because <laughs> my wife was away for the for for something for her job. And uh, so when she came back, and you know, I was just she's like, "Oh, you want to watch TV?" I'm like, "I'm probably I'm not feeling well. I'm probably just gonna zone out in front of my television and just." And about eleven o'clock, there it went. <laughs> <laughs> And I felt better. <laughs> it's, it's funny. Sometimes it's, all it takes is that one. It's like, oh, what do you know? I feel better. Yeah. Like, did you, okay, this is going to sound gross. <laughs> did you, as you were throwing up, did you go, oh, that's what it was? No, because all it was was cheesesteak. Oh, <laughs> it could have been the cheesesteak. No, because this happened before I ate dinner. Oh. So, you know, so I don't know what it was, but uh, I felt better after that. But then, of course, my abdomen muscles right. started hurting because of all the heaving. <laughs> <laughs> This is why I don't go to the. This is why I don't work out. Oh, my abdomen muscles. Because my wife was asking, like, "Are you going to go out to work out?" I'm like, "No." Like, I feel like I just did a thousand sit-ups. Oh my god, it hurts. Oh, I need something to eat. <laughs> <laughs> so it was. It was starting to get better, progressively better. But that was like the, the worst day, and then it you know, okay. got a little better and better. But. Uh, yeah, and then it was just a lot of running around on the weekend, so I didn't really get to do much, too much fun, you know. Errands? Yes. Yeah, I know that feeling. <laughs> Errands. Errands. All right, so uh, what is the top five? Because I'm kind of curious, because I know uh, there was a couple of new releases this week, I think. All right, well, uh, yeah, there was, and uh, let's uh, let's see what the top five was. Number five was the number three movie of last week, Ghost in the Shell. Uh, was number five. It made seven point three five million over the weekend and thirty one point five overall in two weeks release with a hundred and ten million dollar budget. Um, that yes, but I think it uh, opened up overseas this weekend and it made like another seventy three uh, million. Remember, those are those are domestic box office. Yes, yes, George. So I'm just I'm just adding it up and see if it uh, it well, comes close to the budget. So yeah, it'll probably break even, but I mean. Okay, we saw it today. Yes. I don't know if you want our review now, or do you would you like to care for later? Uh, you know what? Let's go through the rest of them right. real quick, and then you can give the review. All right, so what was number four? Number four was a new release, Going in Style. It made $12.5 million over the weekend. That's what's just with the total gross with a $25 million budget, so it's made half of its 
budget right now. I do know that the movie stars, uh, it's it's the old man robbing a bank stuff. Yes. Um, it's directed, though, by Zach Braff, the kid from uh, Scrubs. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, all right. She's more interested in seeing it than I I want to see it so bad. Really? <laughs> yes. I mean, I, I kind of, it's kind of looks funny, but it looks like something like a watch on cable or, or you know, I, if somebody brought, you know, had it on, you know, DVD or Blu-ray or something like that, I brought it over, but like, yeah, okay, let's watch it, you know, but not like, ooh, it's in the theater, let's go. Ooh, let's go. Lucius Fox and Alfred from the Dark Knight trilogy, robbing a bank, I'm in. Yes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, we're coming to number three then. Number three was also a new release, Smurfs, The Lost Village. It made $14 million over the weekend, and that's what's with the total budget with a... I'm sorry, with total uh, gross and a $60 million budget. So, ooh. Yeah, well, uh, all right. I mean, I never. I think I saw the first Smurf movie. Um, I watched it as a kid. Yeah. And then when they made the live action, well, not the live action, but the cross between the Smurfs and the real world thing, yeah. I think I saw parts of it, and I was like, all right, I mean, eh. It's not, it's not the same. It's not my Smurfs. Like, <laughs> not hash, my Smurf. Hashtag not my Smurf. <laughs> yeah, so then they made a sequel to that, and now this one's uh, completely computer animated, and they recast everybody. Yes. Like uh, Demi Lovato is Smurfette, and they have, because uh, it's the Lost Tribe, is it? Yeah, well, the, well, the Lost Village. The it's- Lost Village is basically, it's like, all these years, it's always been men Smurf and Smurfette. Yeah. The town whore. And then, <laughs> and then it was always like, well, do you know how they got Smurfette? Yeah, I do. I remember that they actually had a. It was Gargamel did it. Yeah, uh, was it was another kind of creature that he did a spell on. The one time he actually succeeds in something, apparently yeah. Yeah. turns. I forget what creature it was into Smurfette, sends her into the into the village, and to kind of find out where the village is, so he can come in to eat the Smurfs. Which, as a kid, always struck me as a little weird. It's like, <laughs> okay, I know for from from what I was told, Smurfs are about three apples high. Yeah. So I'm about, like, what, foot and a half, maybe? Uh-huh. And I'm sitting there going, this guy wants to eat them? Like, number one, how does he know they're good to eat? Like number, maybe maybe he had Smurfs in the past and we just I, don't know it. They just, don't talk about the dark times. He's like of the Smurfs. I, I always like, I always figure he's like at a dinner a dinner party with a bunch of people because he always seemed kind of low rent. He was always like poor. Yeah, but I think this might have been the one time he was invited to like a a socialite event because he's a wizard yeah. of sorts. So it was like, oh yes, try this, and he's like, mm, this is good. What is it? It's a Smurf pate. He's like, oh, wow, this Smurf shit's good. And then winds up eating the whole thing. Yeah. And then gets kicked out of the party and is shunned because he's like, dude, bogarted all the Smurfs. Yeah. You know, all the Smurf bad day, you know? So, uh, <laughs> so he gets booted out and he doesn't get invited to all the good parties. So he's now he's out there on the street going, yo, man, you got any more of that Smurf bad day? And then they go, no. So he's, you know, he's like, well, they must live around here somewhere because I'm going to hunt them out. And then him and his cat Gargamel, Ezreal, yeah, Gargamel was the white wizard. Fuck that up. Um, is just kind of like, dude, it's fucking Smurfs. Leave him alone. Like, what the hell? But this one is is they finally come across the Lost Village, which is all women Smurfs. Yes. So you're like, oh, I see what the sequel is. Uh-huh. The porn parody you just. Writes itself. <laughs> <laughs> it's a triple X title, probably. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, 
All of a sudden, someone pulls down a shade and just says, "Censored you." Smurf, 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 Smurf. Oh, Smurf! Smurf, my Smurf. Oh, you want that Smurf, don't you? Oh, Smurf all over my Smurf face. <laughs> and next thing you know, Smurfs too. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. Electric Boogaloo. There you go, see? Electric Bluealoo. <laughs> or actually, be Smurfs to Electric Smurfaloo. There you go. <laughs> So, yeah, like I know Demi Lovato plays Smurfette. Um, uh, what's her face? Uh, Julia Roberts plays, I guess, their their version of Papa Smurf. Yeah, Mama, I got Mama Smurf. Smurf. Mama Smurf, I'm guessing. <laughs> they do it. I'm sitting here staring at IMDb. Why not just do Look it up? <laughs> Smurfs of Lost Village. All right, ready? All right, here we go. You got Demi Lovato as Smurfette. Rain Wilson as Gargamel. Excuse me. Joe Mantilango as Hefty Smurf. Makes sense. Um, let's see. That's the guy from Criminal Minds, right? No, that's the guy from True Blood who's going to be Deathstroke. Oh. The big, he's from Magic Mike. He's the big, handsome. What's David Rossi's name from Criminal Minds? That's, um, Joe Montagna. Oh, okay. Same <laughs> uh, let's see. Michelle Rodriguez is Smurf Storm. Julia Roberts is Smurf Willow. Okay. So uh, yeah, Smurf Ariel Willow Winter is Smurf Lily. Yeah. Megan Trainer is Smurf Melody. So, yeah, they got the Papa Smurf is Mandy Potamkin. Uh, so he was from Criminal Minds the early seasons. He was the guy, uh, Gibson? No, not Gibson. Uh, who's the guy who created? Oh, see? Uh-oh, somebody so, stumped. Oh. Which is really bad because I just recently finished watching every single episode of Criminal Minds ever made. Um, fuck, what is his name? <laughs> Let, give me a second to think about that. All right, well, let's let's well, move on to the next uh, two movies, and then uh, you can give your review. All right, the number two movie was still number two, Beauty and the Beast. It made $25 million over the weekend and 432.3 over the four weeks' release with a $160 million budget. All right. So there you go. Boss Baby was still number one this week. Ooh. $26.3 million over the weekend and 89.3 overall, and I don't have a budget for it for the two weeks. Who's the boss? Boss Baby. That's right. It's Gideon. You're right. <laughs> she had, props to her. She didn't once look at her phone. I did. I did. Because I was going to, right after we got done, I was like, and your answer is? It's Gideon. Gideon. <laughs> Jason Gideon for the win. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, uh, how, was, uh, how was Ghost in the Shell? I, I liked it. I thought it was quite enjoyable. It wasn't exactly like the anime movie, but mm. again, kind of can't. Yeah. Um, visually beautiful. Had a you know the anime flavor to it, but it also felt a little Blade Runner ish because of the way it's stylized. Mm-hmm. Um, the music very um, uh, almost uh, again Blade Runner very like or or ta- remember Tangerine Dream when they were doing all those like risky business where it's like a, like a lot of keyboards and it's slow yeah techno synth pop right? yeah but it's real slow and atmospheric yeah. you might say. Definitely had that flavor is because there was some slow parts where you can kind of feel like going, oh, I feel like you should pop in here and just start singing me to sleep, like because <laughs> the music is so soothing. And mm-hmm. but visually, it was we saw it in two D, stunning movie, like beautiful. Like I mean, granted, it's mostly computer animated, so it's you know the backdrops and stuff, mm-hmm. but it was 
like when you see the motion ads, like the the koi fish, and mm. it was like, wow, pretty. And mm. you know, Scarlett Johansson, I think, fine. I like what she kind of did because there was moments she kind of didn't walk like Scarlett Johansson. I don't know if if Stacey, I noticed it. She kind of sometimes she would walk without moving her arms. Okay, and sometimes, but she very she walked very. Uh, for lack of a better term, mannish, heavy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like she kind of not a, not a big range of motion until she actually had to, you know, swing, shoot guns, and fight and stuff like that. Mm. And then she became very, you know, animated and very movable. Like, mm. um, I liked it a lot. I thought it was good. I mean, I didn't. There was no real big surprises. I wasn't up putting woman going. <gasps> I mean, because the trailer kind of sets it tells them the whole story. story. It's right? like, hey, you your whole story was a lie and. Now she kind of has to figure all that out. It's, it's very film noirish too. It's mm. it's slow pacing and, but I, I liked it a lot. I mean, I hope that because I'm I mean, you know because of the whole whitewashing controversy behind signing her, reg- even though the creator of the anime was like, I don't see a problem. I think she's kind of perfect, you know. <laughs> and then there's been some interviews with some you know Asian people, and mm. they're like. No, she's really good. I like that. That's a good choice. And they don't understand, I guess, you know, culturally what whitewashing is. And the guy had to explain, like, what what's considered whitewash. And they're like, I, I still don't understand. Like, she's really good and she's beautiful. And she looks like the character. Like, it was strange to kind of be like, oh, you know, like, yeah. like these people are saying it's okay. Well, just let it go. Like, like whatever. Um, yeah, like I said, I, I kind of. Like, I know it's not doing so well here in the States because mm. I do feel like everyone has, everyone feels like they it's they have a right to claim it for themselves. Right. It's like, you know, when we go, like, she won't go see, she wants to see Power Rangers, but she doesn't because it's so close to her. Um, I still haven't gotten seen it. You know, so it's... I, I kind of feel the same way because I've, <clears throat> I've, I've gone through Power Rangers. I mean, I wasn't personally... Affected by it, you know, like, right. like I wasn't like, oh, Power Rangers is on, I gotta watch it. But I, at the time, I was there's a situation where I had to watch it because I was dating a girl with, right. with three boys and they loved it and they that was their show, so I, I had to watch it because they, but they were watching it, yeah, yeah. And then we had to, you know, talk about it or whatever and and play the Power Ranger game, and right. <laughs> <laughs> and then my nephew did the same thing when, when I, my, you know, my nephew came along, so uh, but. Yeah, so when going through all that, I'm like, wow, like, I don't know if I can see this. Like, mm-hmm. is this going to, like, totally change it for me and be like, that's not my Power Rangers. Yeah. Be all... <laughs> Hashtag not my PR. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was, like I said, I really enjoyed it. I hope that overseas, it, like, that's why I mentioned when you said it only made an extra $7 million. I'm like, yeah, but overseas, I think I've already made, like, 70, 73, almost $74 million. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, it might not come, it might come close enough to break even. But not necessarily. I, I think it's it's funny reading comments. People are all like, you know what? I really liked it. And you can say what you want. But movies like Blade Runner didn't make a lot of movie. Mm. And it stands the test of time as one of the greatest sci-fi movies of all time. It's a cold hit, really. It's really yeah. one of those movies that people it's, like who are into that movie talk about it and go, you got to see this. Yeah. Like, it, like, yeah. It, it's so a lot of people are kind of feeling like, you know what? You can slam it all you want. I saw it. It's a great movie, and it's going to be a movie that, that in five, ten years from now, people are going to be like, oh, my God, that was an amazing movie. The reviews, I think, are okay. I think most people that are slamming are either, A, haven't seen it, 
or B sitting there with their arms folded going, this ain't my hashtag, not my, you know, goose in the shell. Because mm. they feel somehow better than the guy who created it and was like, oh, I think it's a great movie. Like, you know, <laughs> uh, what do you think? Um, I mean, I, I, it was a good movie, but not knowing the context and what it's based on, like, mm. at all. Like, I didn't even know what Ghost in the Shell was. Mm-hmm. You know, like, pre this, if someone were like, Ghost in the Shell, I'd be like, what's that? You know? Right. So, like, not knowing anything about it at all, it was just a movie. You know, like, it wasn't... There were some parts where, because of the music, and that it is, like, a little bit slow, you know? Because mm-hmm. it's, like, waiting to find out, like, the next big thing. Mm-hmm. I had to, like, put this, the leg rest down on my chair and, like, sit up. Because I could feel myself, like... Not falling asleep, but, like, my eyes getting heavy, you know? So I set up, but once I set up, I was fine. Mm. I mean, it wasn't like, again, not knowing anything about the context. It wasn't like an, oh, my God, that was such a great movie. I loved it. It was like, all right, it was a good movie. You know, like, that's that's it. <laughs> like, I don't have... <laughs> I mean, it was, it was pretty, visually. Yeah. It was really, really pretty, you know? But, like, story-wise, I'm like, oh, okay. That's it. I, I just <laughs> I always remember when the first time I saw it was actually with Sean. Like mm-hmm. he was, you were living on your own in the apartment, yeah. and you came over a night, and you're like, "Oh, I got this movie." You know, we got we're gonna you guys see this movie, and I we watched it, and it blew my mind. It was just so visually stunning. It was like, "Wow, this is a, a great story." Mm-hmm. Of course, though, at the time I didn't understand half of it because it's one of those movies you really have to watch twice. It's mm-hmm. one of those animated movies because yeah. there's certain things that. You have to really listen to the dialogue as it goes on because it's so fast and so confusing at points. But then when you watch it again, you go, oh, now I, I get it. You know, now and it makes sense. So, yeah. But it's a really great visually stunning movie, the animated version. Anyway, I, I want to go see it in the theater, but I haven't, uh, it's, it's really I haven't figured out who's going to go with me. <laughs> and, and like I said, I mean, nothing wrong with looking at Scarlett Johansson in that skin tight outfit. No. I mean, it was doesn't very hurt nice. at all. It doesn't hurt at all. Like, even you're like, eh, it doesn't hurt. <laughs> I mean, I, I think that Scarlett Johansson is a gorgeous woman, right? Mm-hmm. Like, first and foremost. But I don't feel like, like, yeah, it's skin tight, but it's it's almost like an armor skin tight, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When she's in her skin tight Black Widow outfit, it is, like, painted on her skin tight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like... You can see curves. Oh yeah, she doesn't look like any <laughs> oh, kind of yeah. body. You know, yeah, like, yeah. It is seriously like like body paint skin tight. That's not what kind of skin tight this is. This is almost like a plasticky armor that's mm. just fit to her silhouette. Mm. You know, so like yeah, it's tight, but it's not as like you know, she's not Black Widow tight. No, you no, know. No. <laughs> All right, so, uh, I mean, that was pretty much our movie review of the right. Ghost in the Shell. I recommend it. I think that if you're a fan of the anime, try to go in and, and, and not be in. not Remove the stick from your ass if you're, if you're irritated about oh, the whitewashing. If you're going to be that kind of person, it, forget it. Yeah. Like, you know, maybe in a year from now, after you realize that maybe you're just talking out your ass, watch it. I wouldn't be surprised if, that movie, when it comes out on Blu-ray, it's going to be like one of the number one movies, yeah. like to be bought the purchase. Like it's going to be like hard to find because people are going to be like like in a trench coat with a, with a big hat because they don't want to be seen. And right? They're, they're running their best fire or whatever. And hey, I saw you on Facebook saying you were mad about. It. 
Yeah, I know. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll definitely put it in my, my collection because I really like I could watch it again, but it's not going to be like, hey, I'm bored. Let's watch it. I have to be in the mood. Kind of like how I, ironically enough, how I am with Blade Runner. I could watch Blade Runner every time it's on television, mm. but I have to be in the mood to actually pull, pull it, from it from the, the shelf, shelf right? and watch it because it's, it's um, for me, Blade Runner is a movie where I wanted to make a day out of it like as far as like soaking in the ambiance mm. and looking at the visual aspect of it because it was such a, a um i would say a leap forward for sci-fi noir kind of movies mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and the trailers were okay we saw a trailer for um baywatch we saw a trailer for that um new luke Passant movie where he, it's the adaptation of the graphic novel where it's the guy and the girl and it's very it's very fifth element like as okay. far as wacky creatures and mm. space adventure and stuff like that. Um, damn, I wish I could remember the name of the movie. Oh, the chick that played Enchantress. Yeah. In Suicide Squad. Yeah. She's in it. And it's super colorful, like Avatar colorful. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to... Uh... Is it something in the some person's name in the City of Thousand Planets? Or yes, something? yes, that's yeah. it. Um, I'm trying to see if I could find... A- Av- Avalon? Something like that? Yeah, something like that. It's, it's a, one of those catchy titles that you know it just flies off the. Yeah, of it's time. it's such a weird title, title right? Um, why is? But it she... looks. I mean, I've seen the trailer. I've seen an early trailer of mm-hmm. that, like like a while ago, and I was like blown away by mm-hmm. that because it's just a beautiful picture to watch. Just the the the, the colorizations, the aliens, everything was just so mind blowing. It's a uh, Valorant and the Valorant. City of a Thousand Planets. Yes. It comes out this year for whatever reason. It's in post production. <clears throat> it looked really good. It's it's really like I said, based on a graphic novel. And mm. Luke Passan, the guy who's directing it, he did movies like The Professional. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we call it, I said it earlier, Fifth Element. Mm-hmm. He always he loves he loved this graphic novel and wanted to always try. To me, to him, this is like his dream project, mm-hmm. something that he always wanted to do. And Fifth Element was kind of like. He didn't have the rights at the time, so Fifth Element to him was like the closest he thinks he ever is going to get to his hands on this. Yeah. And now that he has his hands on it, you just tell just by how visually stunning it is that he took his time and he was like, I want this to be perfect. It looks really Right, like the Fifth Element actually is the 20th anniversary this year. Yes, and ironically enough, they're doing it as a a double feature in some places where it's the Fifth Element and this. Yes. You know, yeah, it looks really, really good. Um, Baywatch, like I said, looks funny. Then they had this movie. It's Scarlett Johansson's next movie, I guess, coming out later this year. Mm. It's uh, a comedy. It's called uh, uh, crap. Um, <laughs> ah, crap. I don't remember what yeah. that one is either. Uh, Scarlett Johansson. Let's see. It is called Rough Night. Okay. Okay. Here's the story. If I can. Um, might not have it. No, here it is. Real, uh, real funny. It's okay. Now keep in mind, it's a comedy. A male stripper ends up dead at a Miami Beach house during a bachelorette uh, party weekend. Yes, I saw the trailer I, for that. Well, I saw the trailer. <laughs> we saw the trailer, and it starts off very. First, it feels like bridesmaid. Yes. Then it feels like hangover. Yes. Then the moment the male stripper came in and they accidentally kill him, I was like. Very bad things. Yes, because I was like, a lot of people never saw very bad things because it's an older movie. Yeah, it's a really dark comedy where these guys go to a bachelor, and it's not really a bachelor party, but they have a real a wild night in Vegas, mm-hmm. and Jeremy Piven's character winds up accidentally killing a hooker. Yeah, 
And it winds up being this really dark comedy where I'm not going to spoil it, but I remember walking out in tears because I was laughing so hard. <laughs> um, but it's it looks like it felt very like a bridesmaid hangover. Mm. It felt like um, like hey, if the boys could do it, so can the girls. Yeah, and it's like uh, all right, go ahead, have fun. But I was like. Eh. Yeah, but see, this is a movie like you see this and you go, you know what? This is worth seeing. Like, this is a movie that, like, it's an old girl kind of cast, and it's like, you know, be funny, and it looks like it. Like you, you're you're getting less. Like, but like the female Ghostbusters, yeah, was horrible. I seen it, so like, you can't. I can't be like, <laughs> no, I didn't see it. Oh, it's not my Ghostbusters <laughs> hashtag. Not my Ghostbusters. Whatever. <laughs> Bull crap. No, I saw it. It was horrible. Right. You know. I would have to. I would say I would see this one maybe if it came on like Netflix. I have where she said, "Hey, let's go see that." I'd be like, "Okay, like I'm interested, but I'm not invested in seeing uh, it." Right? Because to me, it like I'm old. I've seen a lot of movies, and everything I've seen in that trailer, I went, "I've seen it before." Yeah. And now, now, granted, granted, that doesn't necessarily mean it's bad. It just means that. If you're going to do the same joke in a different telling, I'm going to know the punchline before you get to the setup. Yeah. And it felt like that. The moment I saw the male stripper in my head, I was like, oh, my God, I think it's going to be very bad things. And sure enough, boom, he dies. I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe someone pulled, like, and try to play it off like it's fresh and new. I'm like, I feel like going, liar! (laughs) 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 And, of course, we also saw, like, the new Alien Covenant um trailer mm-hmm. i was out getting a soda so i don't know if, when i came walking in, it was the valorant in the city of a thousand planets that was yeah. the first one okay um, was the first one we've seen it the yeah. yeah oh the trailer but for it looks so good it does actually it's really really good <laughs> I, I remember seeing it on tv because it was a made for tv movie, movie right i remember loving it i remember even recording it too so i could watch it again and again and again <laughs> um on vhs that's how old it is <laughs> <laughs> then it, it came on the dvd and i bought it on dvd and I was like, all right, it's, it's in my collection. Watch whenever I want to now. And then I saw the remake, and I'm going, eh, I don't know. Because as much as I love the TV show, I was really disappointed in the ending. <laughs> Look, giant spider. Ooh, like, I'm yeah. like, eh, really? And I never read the book. So I don't know if it's the same creature from the book or not. Right. So I was like, you know what? Let it slide. It's made for television anyway. So obviously they couldn't really push the envelope. Oh, right. But now it's coming out in the theaters, and it looks creepy as fuck. I'm like, oh, I'm so in. Mm-hmm. Nothing like you're taking that creepy clown element and just cranking it up to 11. Now, I love the first because to me, Tim Curry as Pennywise nice. well, is is brilliant. <laughs> Nightmare but the, City. Right, but the makeup... We all float down here, Joji. You know, it's like, oh! <laughs> oh! You know, but to see this version, I'm like, oh, it looks so creepy and scary. And it's like, oh, every time I saw the little floaty red balloon in the back, I'm like, oh, I could feel goosebumps calling me. I'm like, oh, crap. Like, it's going to be so good. You know? <laughs> so, uh, well, that's, I guess that's the top five. Yep. All right, well, then what is coming out on Blu-ray and DVD? Okay, here we go. Releases of the week, kids. Releases of the week! (laughs) (laughs) Why'd you do that? Because I wanted to. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, I think it was a pretty late week, but uh, let's go through it. Uh, First one is Hidden Figures is coming out this Tuesday. Okay, that's the uh, um, movie in the 60s where the... the, um, 
the uh, three African women working for NASA mm-hmm. help put a man on the moon. Yeah, a right. more than that, but yeah, the well, it's three little... main characters are yeah. Yeah, all right, but yeah, you're right. <laughs> Somewhat. Uh, whatever. Uh, Lion is also coming out this week. Uh, that's the that's an Academy Award winner, winner right? Yep, yeah. or uh, a nominee anyway. I don't know if it won. No, oh yeah, six Academy Award nominations, including Best Picture. So there yeah, didn't win any. All right. Uh, Monster Trucks is also coming out this Tuesday. Didn't it come out in January? The the film, yes. The movie, yes. And it's like, oh, here, here's the movie. Shit, no one saw it. Fuck. Here now on DVD and Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Mac- the new MacGyver. Yeah, we thought we thought it was gonna people were gonna flood into the theaters because new MacGyver, <laughs> and no. <laughs> All right. He was Alex Summer in the X-Men movies. That's right, he was. <laughs> all right, yeah, he was the kid. With, yeah, all right. Who couldn't control his blast. Yes. <laughs> all right, what else is coming? Uh, Phantasm Special Edition box sets coming out on Blu-ray. Ooh. Ooh. Those Phantasm fans. All right. All five movies plus a bonus disc. Ooh. Ooh. All right, what else? Uh, house Two Stories. It's the house and house two the second story is coming out on a limited edition Blu-ray. Okay. I remember seeing... I saw both of them. I personally like the first one more than I like the second, second one. Second one, right, yeah. But uh, all right. I like it. Go ahead. Uh, the Bye Bye Man is coming out. An unrated Blu-ray, DVD, and digital HD. The Bye Bye Man? Oh, okay. Horror movie. movie. Right. Okay. Yeah, all right. Don't think it. Don't say it. Bye Bye Man. <laughs> all right what else uh silicon valley the complete thir- third third <coughs> season's coming out on blu-ray and digital hd okay um i've never really seen the show i think you're a show of it uh i watched the first season i thought it was funny you know and i lost of course i lost that i think it's on well, i forget which one it's on i think it's hbo and i haven't seen it since i lost hbo <laughs> so. all right. but i i always enjoy that move that show because it's kind of Hits home a little bit. Okay. <laughs> uh, Star Raiders, The Adventure of Cyber Rain is coming out on Blu-ray. Is, is that a, a relaunch of the 80s movie? No, this is one. With, well, I don't know if it is, but Casper Van Damme oh, is, Van is Dean, the star. Yeah, right. Never mind. All right. <laughs> and that's all I have for releases. Ooh, okay, so let me is there any down. honorable mentions you'd like I'm to add? I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. Um, I honestly didn't see anything really jumping out at me, uh, to be honest. It looks like... Well, the know. Alien Anthology is coming out again on Blu-ray. Uh, but like I said, again, that's kind of right. the key phrase because I think it's like the fourth or fifth time it's been... And the individual ones, so if you didn't want all of them at once, you can individually buy them again. Yeah, i got to be honest. looks like it's nothing. Nothing at all. Oh, a shout-out for my wife. The Great British Baking Show Season 1 through 3 is coming out on DVD from PBS. Okay, apparently there's a Disney Tangled Before Ever After. Uh, yeah, that's the. Remember, we've seen like the the trailer for it, and it's like animated. Yeah. Um, like, like I thought it was paper they... looking animated yeah. almost. That's what that is. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, that's it, really. Yeah. Okay, so what's coming out in video games? For video games, here we go, kids. Deformers by Game Trust for the PS4, Xbox One, PC, and digital download. Oh, that's coming out, and that's on Tuesday. That's a uh, um, I can. It's a cheap game, okay. And it's kind of, um, I would say a, um, a player versus player game. Definitely couch co op, meaning you, me mm. can sit in and play each other. 
you're basically these, these blobs, and it's kind of like uh, you bump into each other, and mm. I think you have to kind of beat the shit out of one another, or <laughs> or knock somebody off a platform of some sort. Ah, okay. It's it looks very. So it's gonna make siblings fight. Yeah, it uh, it, it definitely looks like one of those. Hey, it's a kid game from finally for the Xbox One and the PS4, but no one cares. <laughs> like, I feel I almost feel bad because. <laughs> It just it looks cute, mm-hmm. but it doesn't really look like it's gonna be a mount to nothing right. kind of game. Right. You know what? I might be able to get my hands on a copy, so maybe I'll have uh, I'll figure it out and have a review for you. Hopefully, it'll last better than Has Been Heroes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you know. Like, I'm not really looking forward to this game, but I'll give it a shot because I'm a sucker. <laughs> All right, what else you got? Uh, Stardew Valley. Stardew. Oh, Stardew Valley by 505 Games for the PS4 and Xbox One, and that's a Tuesday release. I knew nothing about that one. So you have a, you have a. You inherit your grandfather's old farm plot oh. in Sundew Valley, armed with one wait, armed with hand-me-down tools and a few coins. You set out to begin your new life as a farmer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wow. Hey. Hey, Grandpa. You can learn to live off the land and turn these overgrown fields into a thriving home. It won't be easy ever since Joja Corporation came to town. The old ways of life have been have all but disappeared. The community center, once the town's most vibrant hub of activity, now lies in shambles. Oh, so but the valley seems to be full of opportunity with little dedication. You must. Okay, so it's one of those games where it's like it's like Farmville. Farmville meets like civilization where it's like it's because of you, you're going to bring the town back to its uh, original luster mm-hmm. and take down the evil corporation along the way mm-hmm. with my hoe <laughs> 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 and my tractor <laughs> and maybe a leaf blower. <laughs> okay. All right. What else you got? Uh, Ukulele by Team 17 for the PS4 and Xbox One. That's a Tuesday release. Now that looks kind of cute. It's Yuka Lely. It's two words because yeah. it's two characters. Yuka is a chameleon. Lake Lely. Uh, Lely is a bat, and together they team up. If you like games like, um, uh, oh, oh my God, I'm having, what's uh, Band- Crash Bandicoot? Yes, kind of like it's by this almost like the same people who kind of made the Crash Band, like the old. Nintendo 64 games where it was uh, Crash Bandicoot and Jackson Dax or Dax right. and Jack or whatever the fuck the two of them were. Ra- crack, yeah, uh, Ratchet and Crank. Ra- well, Ratchet Clank. and Clank, but there was also a Jax uh, or Gecko the Gecko. Yeah. Or, you know, like those kind of games. Yes. It looks fun. It looks cute. But I, again, I. I yeah. <laughs> All right, what else? Star Blood Arena VR by Sony Computer Entertainment America for the PS4, and that's a Tuesday release. Oh, yeah, VR. VR. Woo. Woo. All right, what else? That's it. That's it? That is it. Wow. Light week on everything. Yeah, really, it was. Um, <coughs> well, I guess we'll take a break, and when we come back, uh, I can give, or I, yeah, I can probably give my review on Persona if you want. Sure. Or, or do you want to wait, wait, wait for it until you come back from break? What would you prefer to do? Oh, uh, you know what? Let's wait till we come back. Let's give him a little something to dabble in. Yeah, you know, right. be like, "Fuck, we gotta wait." That's right. You're gonna have to wait a little bit for my review on Persona Five. So there you. All right. Are you looking at me funny for it? I'm not looking at you funny. I'm just looking at you. All right. All right That's so- my natural expression. <laughs> All right. Well, then uh, we'll be right back, folks.
Welcome back, everybody. All right. So when we last left you, Ed was going to talk about uh, the passing of someone. Yeah, that, that really kind of was uh, an influence in my, in my life a little bit, I have to say. You know, really? Yes. Uh, you know, I, I think... Oh, hold on. I just want to say, it actually coincides with the loss that I was thinking of, too. So, yes. Okay, you and I are on the same page. So yes. I won't be as, te- as tearful as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> um, the person we're talking about is Don Rickles. He passed away this week yeah. at 90 years old. And uh, he he was the kind of comedian that I always enjoyed watching. You know, he was he's an insult comic. And I tend to do some insults comedy, you know, not too much here on the show. Like, uh, you know, I, I do a little bit of lighter, you know, kind of stuff, a little goofy, you know, right. Polish humor mo- mostly, <laughs> but, uh, like at home I'll tell stories and it's like almost like insults and my family enjoy it a lot because it's, if it's not them, they love it, you know? Right, so, you know, so, but when they, when I pick one of them, <laughs> They get insulted, but I'm like, I don't care. Like, I'll just keep going. For those people who who might not know Don Rickles the way you and I know him, mm. um, I would say most people probably know him as Mr. Potato Head from the Toy Story movies. Yes, that's where I would say kids know him from. Mm. You and I know him from go back way back in the '70s with the Dean Martin roast. Yes, because he was always in there, and he was always boom, boom, just he just go right down the line of insults, insults, and it was almost considered like uh, an honor. For him to just kind of insult you, yes, it was definitely like, oh my god, he not only did he recognize me or acknowledge me, he also insulted me, like, oh my god, and that's the thing, like a lot of interviews in the last year, like he would, he would, a lot of box sets came out for him yeah. for 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 television and, and movies and stuff that he's done, and, and and so they'll bring him on, and they they're always thrilled to have him on because it's like, oh boy, he's going to insult me, like this is going to be yeah. awesome, you know, make fun of me, you know, <laughs> kind of thing, and he would, he wouldn't, wouldn't. Even you know he was still working up until yeah he yeah, passed. passed so yeah I, it was it was seeing it I was like man like like okay look ninety years old is a good fucking run yes but to be in the limelight for that long not only as the insult comic guy but to actually re to get a bump in his career as the voice of the toy st- of of Mr. Potato Head mm-hmm. who was a very brash it was perfect casting yes for for the kids they're gonna know my guy I love Mr. Potato Head. But for me and you, it was outside of that, like to see him in interviews on Johnny Carson or, or when like people would talk about like meeting him. It's like, oh, my God, it was, a, you know, like a great honor to meet you. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> like, who are you again? Yes. You know, yes. This is definitely like, oh, I knew he loved you. No, slow down. He he, he tolerates me. Like, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> he was definitely like that guy that you could go to and go, oh, please insult me. Please insult me. Please. Yes. Like. You didn't mind if he put this, if he had his eyes on you and started tearing you down, it was like, like an honor. Like yeah. no one cared. Yeah. Like it was. It, and there was points that, I mean, he, he, today he would be very of a controversial comic. Definitely would be. You know, back then with, with some of the things he said, but I mean, he, he always adjusts his material as the times went on. So he's always good that way. And I do speaking of Mr. Potato though, he, I remember seeing an interview with him. That's how his grandkids started recognizing him as an entertainer was as Mr. Potato head. Like he, she, they had no clue about all of his previous work. Like it was just amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, let's see. I'm looking here. Um, okay. Everyone I would say, I think knows Clint Eastwood. Mm-hmm. Here is a clip of Don Rickles roast. Clint. I'm 
That's crazy. <laughs> If you, you can go like there's a lot of stuff online that YouTube especially with the with his a lot of his comedy there's one he does another one a roast of it at Clint Eastwood or there's some luncheon type of thing and he's walking around he talks about Kelly's heroes he goes I was with you in Yugoslavia for six months and you left me there <laughs> <laughs> there's other clips too like I would say if you want to know who he was watch this like the, him in the 70s with D Martin Rose because he does Frank Sinatra he mm-hmm. does D Martin he's a Sammy Davis Jr. And a lot of that stuff that he does, says on, at the time, national television, when there was only three channels, there's no way you would get away with it now. Yeah. I mean, granted, it was a different time and different, but he he was the controversial guy, but it was never like he would say offensive things, but no one was mad because it never, he never made it feel like he was, it was never from a place of anger. Yes. It was always from a place of love. He, if he roasted you, it's because he respected you and loved you and cared about you as a human being mm-hmm. and was really like, look, I'm going to say these things. And at the end, always at the end, I love you. You know, blow him a kiss. Yeah, right. and, you know, it was always done in jest. Yes. Because that's where the roasts were back then. It was never, like Comedy Central was brought back the roast and they rip into everybody. And it's funny, but there's always something missing from those roasts and it seems to be like, 
Well, that sometimes they go really too far. Cause I mean, like, like I remember, uh, Greg Gerardo when he would come up and he's like, how are we roasting you? You fat uh, yeah. fuck, you know, and he'd curse and like, you know, it's like, we'd go off and it's like, it almost was like, it wasn't like he was, it's like, he never like came back and like, Oh, you know, I, I, I respect you and yeah. good luck to you. I love you. Blah, blah, blah. Some of them wouldn't do that. And they would just walk away and you'd be like, would you just invite him just to like rip him into him? And that's like, right. you know, it's like, like, you know, I've been mean, his best friend for like 30 years, yeah. but it's like, you don't know that because yeah. it's, you know, yeah. they just kind of walk on ripping to you and leave. And you're like, but was that how, how truthful was he? Like <laughs> yes. with Don, you always kind of knew like, okay, you're going to get ripped into. It's going to be funny, not offensive. Maybe he pushed the boundaries. Cause I know for the Sammy Davis junior stuff, he did a lot of black humor. Yeah. Because he was the only black guy in the, in the Rat Pack, so he always made sure that that, that was thrown out there. Yeah, it was. He was he was he was one of a kind. Like one of my favorite lines from him was like he would make a joke and they'd be like, "Is he laughing? It's not funny if he's not laughing." Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's always it was it's like it's one of those people. Like I guarantee you that if Robin Williams was alive today he would say Don Rickles was an influence. Mm-hmm. Like in that clip, you actually saw Jim Carrey. Yeah. And Jim Carrey left. So obviously it was a roast of Clint Eastwood and Jim Carrey was there. But I guarantee you, Jim Carrey would say that Don Rickles was an influence. Like, yeah. And there are certain comics that kind of lay a foundation for future comics. And they'll always go back. Even Andrew Dice Clay. Like I saw, like, even he was like, look, if it wasn't Don Rickles, I would be nobody. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, yeah, sure. He did his own take on the insult stuff and, you know, com- you know, as a comic wise, but you need, like, if I ever became a stand-up comic, mm-hmm. let's say hypothetically, mm-hmm. and I was superstar status, I would look to people like Don Rickles, Richard Pryor, George Carlin. Mm-hmm. You know, those guys kind of helped me with my sense of humor. Mel Brooks, even mm-hmm. though he wasn't a stand-up, but he definitely helped forge what I thought was funny. Yeah, and then to be able to kind of pass that down or to carry that quote unquote legacy of humor mm-hmm. I kind of feel is like you know never forget where you came from yeah like kind of thing and, and it's it'll certainly be missed I mean I guess like kids today now I'd be like oh Mr. Potato Head died and it's like yeah, you know what <laughs> for you yes you yes. Mr. Potato Head and I can't take that away from you right like there's some people who go Robin Williams will always be the genie yeah you know there's so much more. There's so much more to them. But, I mean, you, you'll hopefully one day will find that out on your own. Mm-hmm. You know, if not, it's all right. But, like, for you and I, it's kind of like, oh, it's, as we get older, again, those people are going to go. Yeah. And some are going to hurt more than others. And Don Rickles, it didn't hurt me, but I was, like, as I wasn't, like. I was distraught. Much. I really was. I, like, was like, I was distraught for Robin Williams. Like, Yeah, so was I. For Don Rickles, I was like, man, like. Really, you took him? Yeah. Like, okay, I know, ninety years old, good run. I hope I live to be ninety. Mm-hmm. You know, I hope we all live to be ninety years old, if not more. Yeah. But it was just like, man, the world became just a little less funny today. Yeah. You know, that day I was like, man, come on, <laughs> like just one more, just one more hockey puck. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> yeah, it'll sort certainly be missed. Huh. Well, thanks for bringing the show down, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I did it as an extra. And yeah, I, uh, a little bonus material, not live on our, our show. Right. We, our live show that we do Sunday nights from, <laughs> on from seven, starting at 7.30 on yeah. AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and tune in. There's a documentary ups, yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't forget, 
go to our Facebook page, give us a like. You can also follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. And if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard or something you like our opinion on, you can always contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com, and it's S-H-A-W-N. And we'll see you in part two. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It though. could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. Oh, it was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.